All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. Uh, we thank you for this meeting. We have some we say. The whole needs to be said is said. Revelation knowledge flows freely unneeded and uninterrupted. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. We learn how to flow and listen and obey your spirit in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Matthew 28. Matthew 28. All right, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Get used to this. Um, like I said, <laughs> we'll be teaching it all the days of our life. <laughs> this teaching is going to be the leading of the Spirit. We'll start a new series today, the leading of the Spirit. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. It says, And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19. And says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And as says, Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you, even to the end of the earth. Even to the end of the world. Amen. Now, watch carefully. He gave them an instruction, told them all power is given unto you. Then he now told them, look at the instructions. He now told them, he now says, go ye and teach people. Listen, everything we must never, in your work as a believer, in your work as, as a minister of the gospel, never assume anyone knows anything. Never. Even such as fundamental as prayer, teach it. Teach it, then show it. Don't assume your disciples know. Don't go and say, you don't have to teach your disciple and say, pray. You have to teach the disciple to pray. You have to teach the disciples to learn how to pray. You have to teach the disciples to learn how to study. You say, read the word. How would the person read the word? Help the person. Teach the person. This is how to read. This is how to study the word. There is a teaching. The disciple says, it says, go here therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them. Look at the verse 3. He says, teaching them to observe, to do. So there is a teaching. So we can never, even to the even to the minute details, like I explained, the question why needs to be addressed well. To the minute detail, why do we pray? You know some believers don't know why they pray today. Some people will tell you that, that Africa is a praying nation. Africa is a praying nation. So they, they, and people are, and they are still wallowing in poverty. No, that means you don't know the reason why believers pray. If you use that statement, we pray because we are focused on the gospel. We pray. You, you go and listen to our series on stability in prayer. You understand? So we, want, we need to explain to people why do we pray? Why do we study? Why do we teach? Why will we follow the leading of the Spirit? So there is nothing in the Christian faith that cannot be taught. I was listening to somebody. Do you know one thing, one thing, one thing pained me one day? There was, I was listening to, I was watching one Facebook live for some And one pastor was interviewing a prophet. A pastor interviewing a prophet. And as the prophet, he said, teach us how to do these things you are doing. Teach us this prophetic gift. Teach us this thing. The prophet beat around the bush. Beat around. He said, I don't know how to teach it. It's just indwell. It's just born. Ah, bros. He said, the pastor now said, ah, it's like you want to intimidate us here. He said, no, I'm not intimidating you. But I cannot teach it. When you hear things like that, wrong. Everything can be taught. I can teach you how to pray. I can teach you how to fast. I can teach you how to study. I can teach you how to how to flow in the Holy Ghost. I can even the subject, the leading of the Spirit. You cannot just assume hear the Spirit, yeah, and just follow the Spirit. It has to be taught. Never assume. So when you are discipling someone, never assume they know anything. 
Never assume, never assume they know how to pray. Never assume, just go and pray. What if they are Muslims before? They will go and be count, they will just go and be doing their Quran. <laughs> and they will just go and be doing their five days prayer. Never assume. <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> All right. Never assume. So we must explain. There is nothing in the Christian faith that cannot be taught. Such as the, the subject of God's leading and guidance is very essential and fundamental to the faith. The guidance, God's leading is very essential. It's very fundamental to our faith. We need to understand. See, if we can get it wrong, if we get it wrong on the teachings of God leading and guidance, we might never be able to follow God's plan for our lives. We never be able to follow God's plans for our ministries. We may never be able to follow God's plan on many things if we get the teaching of God's leading wrong. I will, I will give you many stories. This, this, this is a teaching where you get a lot of stories. You see a lot of examples. You see a lot of things just to strengthen you. I will, I will even tell you mistakes I've made. So just get ready. So if we get a, if we get a teaching of God's leading wrong and God's guidance, we may never be able to follow God's plan and purpose for our lives. Or we may occasionally follow people that say, it happens by chance. You know, you know, people will say, you know, I, I, I shared one post and somebody is still fighting me on that post that lay sound doctrine, you get why. So that you don't be saying God is bringing bad situations your way to teach you something. <laughs> that, you know, that's how people live, that's how people live their life to till today. One bad thing we have to say, I think God is teaching me, ah, ah, brother, you lost your job. You know, say God is teaching you something. Ah, I think God, the Bible says, which father? We give bad gifts to his children. See, God is, God is, you, maybe, maybe your car had accident, something. And you were texting, you know, and your car had accident. You say, God is teaching you that to persevere in the face of perseverance. <laughs> anyway, so direction is very crucial. Direction is very crucial to human existence. You need directions at certain times of your life. We will see at every point of our lives, we will definitely need to make decisions. We will need to make decisions which will include your school. Some of you want to further your education. So you know, such a crucial decision like that. You see, I will give you an example. I believe the secondary school I went to was God's leading. I will explain to you later. You see. See, it, we, we, we definitely need to make decisions on our lives. We'll make decisions such like marriage, such as even where to move to, you know, even location. You know, when you change locations, when you change locations, your church has changed. The people you meet with has changed. Everything has changed. You need directions. We will need directions on concerning our life partners. You know, some of you, you have so many sweetos. Who, who do you want to choose? This and that. You will need directions. You will need, see, and if you don't, let me say something. This is the teaching of God's spirit leading. Things will just be coming. So you just get ready. You know, if you don't learn how to make decisions at little, how to follow God's decisions or God leading on a little decision, on a little matter, do you know you will struggle when it comes to a big matter? Take that down. If you don't learn to take decisions or follow God's leading on a little thing, when it comes to a big thing, you might make a mistake. You will not know how to get it. Every one of us, we need to make decisions at some point of our lives. Every one of us. 
Where do we want to move to? Where do we want to live? How many children do we want to give birth to? What ministry are we going to join? What's God leading you for your ministry? What's God saying you should do? What's God pointing your heart to do? Well, you know, God can you know, God can direct you to text someone. God can lead you and just put somebody on your heart. Like, just text this person. Check up on this person. You know, God can lead you like that. You never can know. I, I, this week, God put something like that in my heart. Let me show you. Let me show you an example. Well, we have started the teaching. I'll just follow by the leading of God's spirit to just teach you. I was sharing with, I was just, I was just driving Sunday and the Lord was just laying somebody on my heart that just messaged this person. Guess what? The person, I never knew that the person's contact disappeared and everything. The person even lost his phone. And me, I changed number recently. So the person didn't even have my contact. The person had been looking for me all the while. And the person has been pointing in my heart for about two days. And, and I know, and me, I, I, I can't say I'm a master in this thing. But with experience, I know that this God putting this person in my heart, not for I prayed for the person, I but I just knew that because based on experience, I know that if I pray for you, I don't necessarily have to reach out to the person. So I just knew that okay, let me text the person first. I just knew let me text. I texted the person, oh my god, thank God. He said, I've been looking for you for for two days. I've even been praying that you should text me, something should happen. I went to your Instagram, but the phone I'm using this and that. I said, Wow. In my mind, I was like, Wow. Just follow God's leading. You know, God can lead you to just even text somebody. And that texting somebody can just be a breakthrough. Just somebody laid in your heart can just be, can just be, be. but it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody God put in your heart is to text. Sometimes it's to pray for the person. We'll get there. We'll get there. See, the fear of not making such decisions, of not making wrong decisions, has driven many to Endorose and like father brought me the practices of uh, uh, let's just live life as it comes. Q Sarah Sarah, what we be, we be. You know, because they don't want to make wrong decisions. They'll say, ah, somebody just give them money. You say, I knew it. God was showing me some. <laughs> See, calm down. See, do you know that the reason why many of us lead our mind? Many of you have gotten to that stage where you lead your mind to say, um, um, what would be with just be Joe? Inshallah vibes. You just say Inshallah vibes. You just get to a point where you just say, Whoa. See, as it just as, as life just they go now, Inshallah vibes. Oh yes, you just go to Instagram code to direct you. We just not look for <laughs> See, guess what? See, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? So, guess what? It is actually a fear in you not wanting to make a wrong decision that brings those things. Ah, who said that, Sarah? What will be with the Inshallah vibes? Who has it just go? Anything? I know when I say Inshallah vibes is because I actually say it a lot. I just tell my friends. Last, last, we go there, all right? Anyway, let's study. Let's study. See, the reason why a believer, let me explain. The reason why a believer will live his life to chance is simply because he lacks understanding of God's provision of his leading. The reason why many believers will live their life to chances, opportunities. Oh, has this opportunity come? God is saying something. Calm down. God may not be saying something. See, in fact, see, let me explain to you. We as his children, right? A fact that is well aligned in the scriptures 
is this. Let me explain to you. See, look at John 8, verse 12. John 8, 12. John 8, 12. John 8, 12. John 8, 12. I trust God. I trust God that these teachings will bring so many directions to you. Pay attention. John 8, verse 12. Um, <clears throat> the reason why a believer will live his life to chance is simply because he lacks understanding of God's provision of leading and guidance. The reason why a believer will live his life to chance is because he lacks understanding of God's provision of leading and guidance. I trust God that this teaching, right, will bring so much clarity to you. It will make you understand how to listen to God for yourself. If you don't learn it at this young age, listen to me, guys, you will make many mistakes. Like I said, I'm going to share a lot of mistakes. A lot of experiences with you. What I've seen with people, what I've learned over the years, I will share with you guys. See, look at John 8, verse 12. He says, Then Jesus again said unto them, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of life. I'll read it again. He says, And he said, And Jesus spoke again to them, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of life. So, there are two things to highlight there. The man who walks in darkness and the man who has the light of life. The man who walks in darkness and the man who, who has the light of life. Remember, it is the man who follows him that has the light of life. Don't forget, it says, I am the light of this world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of my soul. Whosoever follow Jesus or follow him as the light of life, and he does not walk in darkness. Now, John used that same phrase of walk in darkness in his, in his epistles. Look at 1 John. 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7. 1 John 1 to 5 to 7. See, there is nothing that cannot be taught as far as in the scriptures, as far as, as, far as this Bible we can explain it from the scriptures. Even as, even as important as this leading of the spirit is. Look at 1 John, verse 5. 1 John 5 to 7. 1 John 5 to 7. 1 John 1, I mean. 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7. 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7. 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7. It says, Then this is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Look at verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and we do not the truth. Look at verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with the with with one another and the blood of jesus is in the sun and cleanses us from all diseases the song i would like to recommend with you because i just read this question i walk in the light i don't walk in confusion i don't know but let me have you heard that song i don't walk in confusion i see he's in the light we'll sing those, those songs together that's that's the essence so it is clear from john's and jesus explanation that the walk has to do with having Having the light of light. So when it says walk in the light, it means you have the light of life. So that is, to, not, to walk in darkness is to not have light. The reason why someone will walk in darkness is because he doesn't have light. So why we walk in the light? Or to a... Okay, let me go back. Let me explain it again. So, it is clear from Jesus, and let me explain to you, when, what Jesus and John were saying, remember Jesus, what we read in Jesus in John 8, 
John 8 verse 12, when he says, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of walking light and walking shall not is the one that walk as the light of life. So the walk has to do with having. That is, it is the light of the life. So that is to walk in darkness is to not have light. The reason why someone walks in darkness is because it doesn't have light. Why to walk in the light is to have or to have received the light of life. So the man who has believed the gospel today is in fellowship with the Father. Every one of us that we have believed the gospel today, we are in fellowship with the Father and we have the light of life. So to walk in the light means or to explain, or it was further explaining our fellowship with the Father and with the Son. So, a man that has believed the gospel today has received the light of life. So, Jesus can lead you. So, you know, let me explain. I wrote this down for you guys. You know, some of the messages I taught, you know, some of the they can I just wrote this down when when I was writing my notes I wrote this down because I felt God leading to see it after I finish explaining this then we'll go back you know Jesus can lead you to listen to a track of something I taught he can just prompt a topic of my message and just maybe stability in prayer you don't be hearing stability in prayer in your head do you know that's God leading you to go and listen to something like that do you know why because that message was prepared with you in mind so God might actually have something he wants you to get from that message that you didn't get. So that's why some of the times you'll be yes. Many, how many of you does that, does that happen to you? So you just get some topics of my message in your mind. You will just say you sometimes it just be sometimes it'll just be oh stability uh, power the gospel. Uh, uh, uh. It, it can just come to your mind. Actually, listening again, it can be God saying pointing your heart to say. Learn this son, learn this daughter, learn this. Just, just pay attention. Rewind, listen, prayerfully do it. It's God leading. Because those messages were prepared with you in mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't go and say, oh, it's high on video, I beg. Uh, you get listen. You get it. Alright, let's continue. So he that followeth him in John 8, verse 12. Is the man that believes the gospel. So when Jesus was saying, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall walk in the light of life, that's his status of a man who has believed the gospel. So now we can carefully and say, we can carefully say, we have the light of life because we have believed the gospel. Now look at Paul in Romans 8, verse 1 to 10. Paul in Romans 8, verse 1 to 10. Romans 8, verse 1 to 10. Let's read it. It's going to be a long read. Just follow through. I want you to see something there. Romans 8, verse 1 to 10. It says, Don't forget, there's no condemnation. There's therefore now no condemnation. I like that Palumi song. There's no condemnation for my name, shall in Christ. Anyway, <laughs> there's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And that says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent on his own son in the likeness of the sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, 
who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are in the flesh do not mind the things that are of the flesh, but they that are of the spirit. But to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh. Paul made you understand, you are not in the flesh but in the spirit so where is your status now you are in the spirit never you think you are in the flesh you have left darkness you have left that level you are in the spirit anytime you walk you see yourself doing the things of the flesh you are doing something contrary to your nature you just need to switch back so now it says but you are in the spirit for the spirit of god dwells in you now if any man have not the spirit of christ he is none of his verse 10 i say but if christ be with you the body is dead because of sin and the spirit is life because of righteousness so the believer is not in the flesh but he is in the spirit because the spirit of god dwells in him you are not in the flesh I think you should say that enough to yourself. That will give your consciousness say, I am not in the flesh. Oh, you're not saying it now. I am I'm not, not in, in the flesh. flesh. No, say it again. I, I am, am not, not in, in the flesh. flesh. I am not in the flesh. I am in the spirit. So learn to say those consciousness that I am a spirit being. I remember when we were growing up, those were our tanks. I'm a grace being. I'm a spirit being. Learn to say that consciously. It helps you. So in other words, to be in the flesh is to not have the spirit. But you are not there anymore because you've left that level. So to be in the flesh is to not have the spirit. Why to be in the spirit is to be indwelt by the spirit. So the term walking, so to be in the spirit is to be indwelt that is you have the indwelling of the spirit that's the meaning of being in the spirit that is you have the indwelling you have the fullness of god in your spirit in your body so the term walk in the spirit and walk in the flesh that was used in this in the in this um romans 8 that we use and everything it's used to it has to do with having or not having the spirit so that is it refers to flesh as the as death spirit as life Flesh as death because you are weak. You know you have not believed the gospel, so you are dead. Spirit because you are alive to righteousness because you have believed the gospel. Don't forget, listening to that place where I taught in forgiveness or sin, prosago, that is quickening. That is, you have been made alive. The very moment a believer got born again, is made alive. Is alive. So someone who is not born again does is dead. So he doesn't even have light. So imagine you have light as believer. You already have. Illumination. Light means illumination. It means, it says, look at what it says in John 1 when it says, um, the light that shined in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. So the very moment you believe the gospel, you are in the spirit. You left a dead man. So you are actually walking in direction. So you were inborn to know how to listen to God. You were inborn to know how to follow the light of life. Because you have believed the gospel. Are you following what I'm saying? So, the term walk in the light and walk in darkness that John used was referring to conduct, but it's, we can also say it's a status. That is, the status of the believer, the status of the believer and the unbeliever respectively. So, the walk in darkness would be the status of the unbeliever. Walk in the light would be the status of 
the believer. So, God is light. John was explaining, he declared unto them, he says, God is light. And by faith, the man has the light of life in him. When you believe the gospel, you've received the light of life. So that man is in fellowship with the Father. That is, the man is in fellowship with light. Look at this. You know, this now is darkness, right? But when we turn here, we are in fellowship with this light. This light is the one controlling us, this physical light. Now imagine the light that is indwelt already in your spirit. That's the light that gives you guidance. That's the light that light that shines, that comprehends, that, that directs you. So it's just like saying, when, before, we, before we were believers, we were in this status. Before, before we became believers. We were in this status, no light, we're dead. But with the very moment we believe the gospel, this was now our eternal realm. We are not fellowship. There will never be a time we'll be dark again. There will never be a time we'll be in darkness anymore. So now look at this now. This is now in you. Imagine this physical light now. I'm just using an example of this physical light now. Imagine this physical light is now in you. You are now in fellowship with that physical, with that. Let's now use it as in spiritual times now. In that spiritual light, all the days of your life. So you can never lack direction. Are you following what I'm saying? So you walk in the light. The man who has believed the gospel walk in the light. You know, I wrote this down too again when I was when I was writing this. If the Lord hasn't put someone in your heart to pray for them for a while, something is wrong. Somewhere you need to fix it. You need to get that back. If you've been praying for a while, nobody has been laid in your heart for a while. That's sudden persons, not people you've planned to pray, but you've not seen sudden persons that somebody just flashed your heart in a while. And you have not seen that happen to you. You know, fix that. That because because you just had this, you will have that encounter from tonight when you start praying. Sometimes you pray, you will see people suddenly just come to you, this and that. You just you just wonder why should I be praying? But I have people to pray for this and that. Listen, something is wrong somewhere, but it's already fixed by you just hearing me now. You will have those supernatural adventures and prayers again where you just people the Lord will just bring people to your heart to pray for them the reason why you let it the reason why it has not happened to you is because when those people come to your heart you don't actually do something about it you just like mm, oh I'll pray later see when God is putting a burden in your heart see the reason why sometimes I many of you feel so dissatisfied many times you just wake up there's a body i was sharing with both of you and i was saying there's sometimes there's a body in your heart you just feel you just feel so you just feel so restless and you excuse it away you just enter instagram you just gonna while away your time on instagram enter facebook you just gonna finish your time actually no don't be a believer you walk in light that time is a time to be more sensitive those are the times you should just talk in tongues. It can be God trying to point your attention to something, but you are just not patient enough to listen. So you're not so the reaction is just you are not restless. What's going on? You're not, it's not like you are so bored. 
You know, it's not like ah, oh, ah. You sometimes you're not excused it away with watching movie. You enter from one Netflix so you say this one is not interesting. From one Netflix place or another, everything will just not suddenly make sense. God is actually turning your heart to something. Don't react in the flesh. Do you know after a while when you stay long in the Instagram, you don't have the body again. It leaves you. You now go. You now get calm. So you have not even wired your brain to now think that anytime I feel that way, well, I'll just enter Instagram, I'll just go and watch movie, I'll sleep. People will say you sleep. No. You're a believer. It is a burden. Ensure you keep out of here. Ensure you just do something about it. Talk in tongues. You can never miss it in tongues. Just talk in tongues. Figure it out. Sometimes you will just get something supernatural. Do you get what I'm saying? Alright, let's continue. So, it is evident, therefore, that a light is a gift in Christ. Light is a gift. It's something we received upon salvation. As you see by faith in the gospel, light means direction. Light means direction. Therefore, a believer can never lack direction. You can't lack direction. Say, I don't lack direction. I don't lack direction. I don't lack direction. I am not confused. I am not confused. I am not confused. I am not confused. Do you know what I'm telling you to repeat this word? Do you know how many times you have repeat? I'm, I've said you have said this to yourself. I'm confused. I'm confused. Do you know that those things have reality to yourself? They are con- It's just like saying, it's just like saying, you are dark now. You are saying, I'm fear. I'm fear. I'm fear. Somebody will ask you, what's your complexion? You don't know when you just say, I'm fear. You know, Monje. Oh, they're not. Oh, but you are dark now. Oh, you say, oh, sorry, I'm dark. It's just like saying, you are counter. Fitting your nature by your words. When you say I'm not confused, when you're saying all those things, I say, I'm confused. I don't even know what to do. No. You know what to do. You know how to do. You know where to even do. You are not confused. I am not confused. I walk in supernatural directions. Look at 1 Corinthians 2.12. 1 Corinthians 2.12. 1 Corinthians 2.12. 1 Corinthians 2.12 Now we have received the spirit of the word. Now we have received not the spirit of the word, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things freely given to us of God. So the expression that we might know the things freely given to us of God simply implies that the believer does not lack revelation. A believer does not lack revelation in no things of God because it's indwelt by the Spirit. Direction is not as a result of prayer. Let me say it to you. You know how we pray here. Yeah? You know we pray. But actually, direction is not as a result of prayer. I was listening to Reverend Naika this morning and he said, he was saying something. He said, do you know if you stay in constant fellowship, with the word, with prayer, and you make it your daily life, you will not actually need special times to go and fast, to go and pray. He said the reason why we, we have those special moments where we are seeking God for direction concerning something, and we now have to go and fast, we have to go and pray, is because you are being what they call hell, believer on leave. That you have not have a constant time with fellowshipping with the word and with constant daily life of prayer. So you now need those special moments to get yourself back and in tune with your spirit. Direction is not as a result of prayer. Neither is fasting. But, what we, but it is an evidence. Rather, it's a fruit 
Now, what is direction? Is a fruit of Christ's redemptive sacrifice. Is a function of the indwelling of your spirit, the leading of the spirit. Learn to be a believer who follow the leading of the spirit. Listen to me. Don't let any man put you under pressure. Write this down. Let that be on the back of your head. Don't let anybody put you under pressure. Don't be under pressure. There is still such a thing of, can I pray about it? Can I just think about it? Don't pressure my life. When you see people asking asking you, do this thing and that, be fast, be fast, be fast. Be calm. Such a, God's leading will come with his character. What is his character? His character that is indwelt in you is patience, is endurance. There is nothing like speed. There's not like fast, fast, fast in God's character. If it took, do you know how many years the prophet has been prophesying for Jesus to come? Do you know how many years he finally manifested himself in form of human flesh? If it took him that long since Genesis 3, before Jesus came in Matthew 1, do you know how many years gap? That's to tell you that God's character is impatience. Don't let anyone put you under, under, um, don't let anyone put you under much Pressure. Don't be pressured. Now listen. It is a function of the indwelling of your spirit. So Paul was addressing the church in Corinth. He was making them understand. Or look at look at what he, look at how he said it in Second Corinthians six verse four. Second Corinthians six verse four was making them understand that to the believer as light and to the unbeliever as darkness. Second Corinthians six verse four. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 4. It says, Ah, uh, no, I don't think that's what I'm looking for. Let me check 1 Corinthians 6 verse 4. Or probably I missed it up somewhere. I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. I think I missed it up somewhere. Alright, let's see Ephesians 5. I'll get back, I'll get that scripture back. Ephesians 5, verse 8 to 9. 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 It says, For you were sometimes in darkness, now ye are light. It now says, Walk as children of light. It now says in verse 9, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and in truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And we have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather, we reprove them. Now, watch carefully. In the original text, it was rendered as the fruit of light. So, the believer are the fruit of life. See. See here. God leads you in a very simple way. He is not complicated. He leads you in a very simple way. He is not complicated. In a very simple way. He leads you in a very simple way. He is not complicated. See, you know, we were delivered from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Let me share a story with you. I remember the first time I heard God speak to me. Let me tell you what I did. See, direction is not a fruit of prayer. It's not a fruit of fact. I used to hear God. I grew up under the redeemed Christian church of God. I used to hear Pastor Adeboye say, My father is here. He's saying this and that. As a child, I'll be wondering, how does this man say this? How does this man hear God? How does this man do this and that? 
guess what? And I did research. I did several researches and everything. And I went to figure out what can I do just to hear God too. As a child. And I went to fast. I went to pray three days. I, I did 6 to 12. That was what I knew how to do then. 6 to 12, I remember. So, and I said, because it is a special one and it needed to hear God, I will increase it 6 to 3. So, I did as I was so faithful with that fast. I would pray, Father, I need to hear your voice. Wind will blow. I would say, Lord, are you speaking? <laughs> I'm telling you, and the room, the, the, my room at that time is closer to shade. There's banana tree at the back, all those things. So the thing with all, I was like, ah, God, is that you? And you try, what you trying to say something? I will hear sparks in the night. I will shout. I will come out. I will go and, see, I will even go and pray naked. I will say, Lord, I will go, I will go and pray naked. I will go out and I will pray naked. I say, Lord, I've come. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I will go, Lord, I've come as I am. If this is how you will speak to me, speak. In my three days and three, in my three days and three nights. Listen to me. Don't get distracted. I prayed for three days. On the third day, listen. I heard God. Now watch carefully. Don't use my experience as your experience. Disclaimer. Don't use. Don't go and pray and fast to hear God. No. Third day, I heard. Guess what I heard. The name of your class teacher is Mrs. Sosa. Ah, I'm not lying to you. I'm not. Listen to me. I'm not lying to you. I expected that when God wants to speak to you, you hear, "Oh, my son." I am the best. I That was what I was expecting. I was expecting the the spectacular. God, where is God dwelling? In you. Where will God speak from? From you. Where is He? He lives within you. Where will you hear Him? From within. He leads you in a simple way. Don't always go after the spectacular voice. So from that within, that was like, I used to know those promptings before. I used to sense it even before I prayed. Even before I prayed, I used to sense those promptings. I used to hear those things in my voice but i just think it's my mind but because i was fasting and praying and i knew that ah, it is god but guess what i didn't believe why i didn't believe was because i thought the woman that god told me the name i thought that i knew logically speaking that you know you know your secondary school that woman cannot be your class teacher. someone that just joined the school maybe last time cannot be your class teacher this next time. They have to give her like a year to adjust to the system of the school. So me, I didn't believe. I was like, ah, did I, ah am, I, am I hearing God? Am I hearing, am I hearing voices? So I started working in so much confusion. So now, guess what happened? So that, it took a while before we, resumed. you know, all this long back of three months, all the day, all of those things. So when we now resume, that first day, they just shouted, the name of our class teacher misses this. Yeah. I shook. I'm like, I hate it. Oh, God told me that day, and I went back home. I started crying. God, I'm sorry for this, for not for not for not listening to your voice, for for doubting your voice. This and that. I'm being serious. I'm actually being serious. He that walks in light in the light can never lack direction. You can know things beforehand. 
Why will God lead you? It is his leading. It is not your leading. Don't always think everything has to go smoothly the way you want. Do you know that God can lead you in a simple way of give this person money? It doesn't have to be convenient that you have to have everything. You can just say, do you know you can bless this person with this money? But in your head, you will use it to figure out and say, in your head, you will figure it out and say, oh, oh my, I don't have money now. Ah, I'll wait. It cannot be God leading me because God knows I don't have money. No, calm down. God leads you. Say, God leads me. So, so we, so it says in Colossians 1.13, it says, we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So, in the kingdom of sons, we are sons. Since there is a nature, you see in 1 Peter 2.9, it says, we are a chosen generation, a real priesthood. You are called forth to show forth this marvelous one. So, we are now sons. We are being led because we are sons. You know, every one of you are men of God. No, they're not like women of God. We are men of God. Emoji. Now, God doesn't lead you by if it works or it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Let me try. If it works, then God is... You know what this thing we do? If it works, uh, then it's God's way. If it doesn't work, then it's not God's way. Calm down. God doesn't lead you that way. God doesn't lead you that way. Don't turn God's leading to circumstantial leading. Don't turn God's leading to circumstantial leading. Please pay attention. You know, don't, don't get distracted. I believe God wants to speak to you in this meeting. So don't get distracted. Alright. So there is no darkness at all in him. So there is certainly no darkness in your heart. There is certainly no darkness because you received the gospel. It is only light you have. And don't forget, I said light is direction. So this must suddenly be seen in his offspring. In his offspring. So that is, we as his offspring, as children of God, as sons of God, we have light. James referred to God as the father of light. James 1.17. It says the father of light. Let's check there. James 1.17. James 1.17. It says, every good and perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of light. With whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God leads you simple. He is the father of light. See, see, I wrote this down I, I, and I just I just pumped into Rosa. Rosa has many questions. Follow the series well. Probably we'll do like four sections or five sections or something. Just follow it well. It's something that I will teach often. It's something that I will be teaching every year. So don't, just get ready. Or pick it up again, maybe later this year or maybe later next year or something. But many questions and many clarity will be brought to you as a result of this series. This teachings leading of the spirit ensure, see, no one is an expert in these things because we are growing. We are coming to much revelation of the Father. We are coming to understand much of the reality of God on our inside. So the more we grow, the more we get better in listening, in understanding. Everyone has made some mistakes. I've made mistakes before that. God led me to do certain things and I, and I ignored. See, it's just like this. Let me tell you, I know the calling of God on my life is North America. I can get invitations to go and preach, even in Africa, to go and preach even in Russia, to go and preach in Europe, everything. But I know that God's leading for my life is North America. 
Nothing can change it. Don't be somebody that God has told you something, but circumstance, situations, now change what? Now change what God has told you. You're not seeing an enticing offer. You're not saying, ah, I think, I think, I, I think I know you go away. No, you heard God where? Keep your focus. Are you getting what I'm saying? I just told me now, I know. Yes, so I can, I don't, I'm not disputing the fact that there will be opportunities to preach in Africa or there will be opportunities to preach in Europe or all of those things. But me, I know that what God called me to do is in North America. Where God wants me to stay is North America. This continent, though, I know that this is where I'm not in a competition. Neither am I in a rush to be in under somewhere. I know this is where God wants me to be. You have to be so sure and come to that place where nobody can sway you off what God has told you to do. See, let me tell you, I'm even deliberately saying this to myself. Why I'm even saying this is not to myself is God. Let me tell you, in life, we are tempted with different opportunities. We are tempted with different, um, we are tempted with different um, enticing things and we will see it every day of our lives. But you know what? You have to remember that God did not lead me to do this thing. I'm not sent. I'm not sent. I know I'm not sent to, to, to pastor in Africa. I know I'm not. I'm deliberately saying to myself to remember to keep so that even if my mind go to Africa, I'll know that Africa, okay, maybe God, maybe somebody in our church in the future, go and pastor there, okay. But where God wants me to stay and do his work is not America. You have to be so sure. See, opportunities will now come. You know how the devil works and how lives come. You see a Tyson offer. Come and take this big land. Do church. Come and do ministry. You know, I wonder, ah, I have my degree now. Ah, they will even pay me money now. They will do that. You know, say, ah, God, are you sure you did not? Are you sure it's not America? No. Keep your focus. God could have led you to a location. God could have led you somewhere. But because of money, because of, oh, this thing is good. This thing is bad. This thing is, ah, will things work out here? This is a, keep your focus. God led you there. Stay there. It will take care of you. It might not be sweet. That God led you to do something doesn't mean it is sweet. Okay, now I'm saying God led me to, 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 to stay in North America. All the ministry experience, has it been sweet? No, it has been sweet. It has been, it has been, it has been tough. And it will still be. But you will know that you are in God's will. God can say, and do children. Just stay with the children. God, just, just, just devote your life to teach children. To devote and to teach young ones. As you are growing in the Christian faith, ensure you teach young ones. They will not be enticing of us. Come and minister to us. And you can go and just teach them. But you know that that's not where God stayed you to be. See, because let me explain. If we don't follow God's leading and direction for our life, I don't believe it's time to sleep. If we don't follow God's leading and directions for your life, See, you will be, you, you, will, you will come back to God someday and one day we ask you, is that what I ask you to do? You might do all the right things. You might preach all the world. You can travel all the world. See, it's just like Kenneth Hagin and T.L. Osborne. They were good friends. Good friends. Good ministry associates. 
they sat down together and they were interviewing them. T.L. Osborne was saying, I've been to over 17 nations in the world. I've been to over this and that to preach the gospel, this and that. Kenneth Degin was like, ah, I've just been in the United States here, uh, in Tulsa. In uh, I just visited South Africa. So there was no competition because he wasn't led to do it. And listen, look at how Kenneth Egan's ministry spread around by just following God's leading. See how he touched us. The TLOs were not blessed like he also did, but that was how God led him. You need to understand what God is saying concerning your own. Understand for your ministry. I'm even still saying it again. I know I'm not led. I to, to Africa. I know that what God leads me for is North America. The United States, the, the, the countries in North America, I know it is out. I know that's what I know that's my major goal. Africa can come later. Maybe our word can spread there, men can receive the gospel there, this and that. But I'm more concerned here. Because I know this is where God leads me. I'm saying it deliberately to myself to keep myself remember, and I'll keep saying it. Just so that when I see enticing offer, because I have offers, you have people messaging you, come and preach all this and that. Yes, I can take them, but I know this is not where I am to be. This is not where God is sending me to do. I can just bless life and live, but this is not my major calling. Ensure you know. See, listen, you don't lack directions. You don't lack directions. Don't go for opportunities. Don't go for opportunities. See, see, God can lead you today. Tomorrow you can see another thing that will look bigger, uh, more sweeter. You know what I'm thinking? God, are you, uh, are you sure you led me? Are you sure you were the one that spoke? He spoke. Keep your focus. Be that believer that says, I don't think I'm led to do it. Somebody will ask you, what, what do you think about this? Let me pray about it. You reach out to the brother. I don't think God is leading me for this. I don't think I'm being led to do this. You don't just jump at every offer. Even as crucial as even your jobs. Do you know that many of you now, you start getting great, good jobs and everything. Do you know there's such a thing as following God's leading for the job you will get? Because there are some jobs you can get that will take you off ministry. That will just keep you busy. You will not be excusing them and say, ah, but I can listen to the word on, 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 on earpiece. Ah, you see, the devil has got to you. You'll not be excusing and say, ah, but I can pray in, the, in tongues on the go. As I'm driving, I'm praying in tongues. As I'm even at work, I'm still talking in tongues. And you don't have that personal time again. You are, you are finished. Your, your Christian life has gone. God can even lead you as little as, don't take that job. I know the pay is good. I know they are paying you high. I know they are paying you $130,000 per year, even monthly. But don't take it. It can lead you to take this $10,000 job. You never want it, but this cannot pay my visa. Calm down. God leads you. Keep your focus. Are you following what I'm saying? Keep your focus. See, there is that prompting, there is that inward witness in the heart of every believer that guides you. See, that when you even make a mistake, you will know. See, when you make a mistake, let me tell you something, you actually know that you made a mistake, except you are not born again. When you do something wrong, then with that check, ah, I made a mistake. Because that direction, that light is there. Do you know when you do something bad, when you make a mistake, you will know, ah, what I did is wrong. 
even when you do, even when you pick wrong jobs, see, you even pick wrong job, you pick a job, you go to where God did not send you, you will know. But look at what happens. You will excuse it away. And say, ah, I need to make money, job. Let me just make money fast, fast. Ah, the devil is getting you. He's let me quickly make money, sha, 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 and I'll leave. From there, you'll find another entire offer. From there, you'll never hear God again. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. Calm down. God's, don't be in a hurry. God's leading comes with patience. Patience. What is the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of your Spirit is even here love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. God's leading will come with His character. The, did you see fast, fastness here? Did you see speed? Did you see in a hurry here? No. There's this other thing that take your time. Let me tell you one quote that has helped me for some years of my life. Kenneth Higgins said, It is better to be slower than God than to be faster than Him. Because if you are slower, you can catch up. But if you are faster, you will miss out. Kenneth Higgins. So, be calm. Be patient. Learn to let God lead you. Be that believer and say, See, it's just like in ministry today now. Do you know the things we are doing? You know, I, sometimes I watch some Instagram videos. I watch some things on, on, online. I see some people doing something that I'm not led to do this. They are very enticing. It's just, you know, from the very inception of, our youth, of, of, of this ministry and everything, I told you guys how this setting is going to go from the beginning. Because I know this is how God wants us to do our own thing. Why are we not using social media that much? I don't believe God wants to lead us to use social media. That I believe there will be a spread of God's message. That's why, I'm th- that's why if you see our judgment, I'll tell you, calm down. Just take your time. Pray. Just the- I, I just believe that. They say, we God wants to spread His message through us. That is not via... I mean, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about us. Do you know that all of you that are here, you didn't come because of you heard us on social media. There was just a supernatural way we were reached. I just know. It's just, it's just me just knowing that this is how God leads me. Sometimes I see my friends do something. I see them. I just know I'm not led to do it. They are very enticing. They are very good. There are things that when we do it like this, people will come. Do you know that? I know strategies to bring many people here. I know them. I, is it, uh, I've been doing this thing for years. I grew up in RCCG. I, I can't, I'm not shy to say it. I know RCCG has crowd. I don't I didn't grow up to have five people I'm teaching. I didn't I grew up to have 70, to have 60. My even my time, I even know I have one grace on my life that I have crowd. <laughs> people will come, you just sit in there, you'll be shouting, see shout there, keep short there, keep short there, you'll have a teaching. They will teach some people will sleep up, you do so they still teaching. You are not your teaching and now 59, the lost time is not short enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, eh, is it is it is it is it packaging? Ha! Ah, I tell you, I say when we want to do conference, we have to we do round table conference. People will be eating small shops, we'll be teaching God's word, we'll be singing, people will be shopping so and be drinking zobo and be doing eating crackers. <laughs> After we'll not give them package, jollof rice. Jollof rice that will cook with our sweat. See, you, you cook the jollof rice like your body, your suit will be smelling jollof rice. <laughs> Boy, listen, I know all those packages, I know everything. See, is it is it something? We, see, if we if we want to see, if we want to leave God's leading, that's why I don't let you people put me in a hurry. 
Sometimes when people tell me to do something, I say, calm down, let's be patient, let's pray about it. I mean, we have seen a that before. I just say, ah, calm down, let's pray about it, let's be patient. I have strategy that we can use to bring people. But see, I know how God wants to lead us. There's just a way. And there's that pattern. We must not break it. Even when we break it, please start praying for me. Even when we start seeing me saying strange things like, ah, you know, you know, we can let's see how we can package ourselves on Twitter so that we can get people. Start praying for me. Start just start it oh. Start start ah see this guy lost it. Write it down so that in future you will not forget. I'm telling you. When you start hearing me say, ah, the Lord is sending us to Africa. Know that God, know that, know that backslide. I'm not lying. You need to, you need to write all of these things down so that, because I know. So that you can question me and say, Pastor, huh, this is not what you said God led you to do. Do you get what I'm saying? See, God leads us. Understand how God leads you. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? See, he says, there is no darkness in him at all. See, we are exactly like our father. We have the nature of the spirit of God in us. See, listen to me. We are exactly like our father. Those, is God confused? Is God confused? We are exactly like him. But the Bible says he lives in us. So we can never be confused. His leadings, his guidance, is formed in his union. Look at 1 Corinthians 6 17. 1 Corinthians 6 17. 1 Corinthians 6 17. So listen, right? Learn to follow God. Look at 1 Corinthians. It says, But he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Let me explain. He that is, I, I think, I've not found how to explain this scripture where I, I trust God that in coming times I will know how to. Because I've not unraveled it enough. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. That is, there is no more distinction between my spirit and God's spirit again. So my spirit is God's spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is, it is now God that is dwelling here. I saw somebody posted something today. He said, God is now walking from home. Do you know what it means? That is, I am now walking from home. Actually, it's just much of his reality that he's acknowledging. That God now walks from home. God now walks from home means I am walking from home. You might see take it as too far, but I believe he was just trying to explain his reality well and say, no, this is my reality. God now lives in me. So when people see me and see the spirit of God within me, they know that this is God at work. So his leading and his guidance is in his union. Direction is an inheritance in Christ. Is an inheritance. From, see, we've, it is so clear that we've left that part of conflu- confusion. We've left that part of conflu- confusion. We've left that part of confusion. This means that a believer is never without what to do and how to do it. Look at, first, look at John 1 verse 4 to 5. John 1 verse 4 to 5. I'll soon be done. John 1 verse 4 to 5. John 1 verse 4 to 5. 
Like I was saying, is social media bad to do? To do? No, it's not bad. I'm not. I'm on social media myself. I don't dispute using social media. So you don't got. I'm saying this because of people that will hear this and can't take this off guard. Calm down. Social media is not bad. Social media is not a bad thing. But yes, I'm not against you publicizing your meetings. Against that, I we can publicize our meetings on social media. We can do with those things. But I don't believe how God wants to lead my ministry and how God wants to lead us is that we will not be so in tune. That everything we now do is we cannot now disciple people again. We have to be looking for people online. No, we have to reach out. There has to be that physical meetings. Do you get what I'm saying? So look at first John. John John 1 verse 45. Say in him was life, and life was the light of men. Oh, it says, um, and the light shining in darkness, and darkness comprehended in us. So we are in him. We don't walk in light. In, in we don't walk in darkness, I mean. In John 8, verse 12, we are followed him by faith in the gospel. So we dwell in him, we walk in the light, we have left the path of we are wanting a leading. The very moment we, be, we, we became born again, we are led and we are wanting a leading. So we have left that path of saying God is using a bad situation to teach you a lesson. You left that path, you left that confusion. We function in his light because we are indwelt by his spirit. Ezekiel prophecy in Ezekiel 36 verse 26. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. Thirty-six verse twenty-six says. So there's still much experiences I'm going to share to you in this series. Just, just, just warm up. Ezekiel thirty-six verse twenty-six. I'm just trying to say that because you know tomorrow I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'm going to share because of a lot of people that will join us tomorrow. I just, I'll just keep them here. So people don't take my words of God. This <laughs> verse 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit I will put within you. I will not take away the stony heart of flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. So you see, Ezekiel prophecy, Ezekiel prophecy has been fulfilled in us in Christ. God has given us His Spirit forever. We have the Spirit. The Spirit is life to us. Romans 8 verse 10. The life is in the song. Romans 8, verse 2, Romans 6, 23, 1 John 11 to 20, 1 John 11 to 12. The light is life. By faith in the gospel, we've received the life in our spirits. You see, John 3 16. We are in him. John 10 27. We are in him. And in him we have direction. He is our wisdom. John 3 16, John 10 27. By faith in him, we have the gospel, we have received the life. First John, John 1, 4 to 5, Romans 8, 2, Romans 6, 23, 1 John 5, 11 to 12, 1 Corinthians 1, 30. Let's see that one. 1 Corinthians 1, 30. 1 Corinthians 1, 30. 1 Corinthians 1, 30. Mm. See, teachings like this there listing again and again you cannot be an expert are you getting what i'm saying it's just like even teaching on prayer don't get familiar don't be an expert learn to hear it again and again first first corinthians 130 it says but unto ye 
are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So he is our wisdom. He has made an inside and foresight. He has given us inside and foresight and helped us to make proper use of our hindsight. So there is no more room for confusion in us. No more room. You don't have confusion in you. We are alive unto God. We are alive unto God. We don't pray for direction. Direction is ours in Christ. We received it the day we got born again. So we are supernaturally led. You know what to do. You are not confused. How we explain to you why we pray in the, in the course of this is? Why do we pray? Why, what's the essence of direction? So when we pray, we pray to acknowledge what is in us. Philemon 1 verse 1 to 4, to 4 and 6. We pray to acknowledge what is in us. We pray to walk in it. We pray to recognize it. Our role is to take note and to recognize the leading in and through us and to walk in the same. Don't forget, we are not called to prove or impress Him. We are not called to prove or impress God. We are called to follow Him. I will say it again. We are not called to prove or impress God. We are called to follow him. I'll give you an example. See, if you don't do what God led you to do, there are many men, don't get scared with this statement, there are many men who God can use and will follow this and will follow the leading. They might be in the same situations you have ignored that you are giving complaint about. You can say, oh, I'm still young. I have school to catch up. I don't, God led you to go and preach to somebody. And this and that. I like what you told me. Say, God led me to this person, this and that. That's why I told you, pray. If God's leading is you, you will get the person. And we eventually did. See, see, listen. If God led you to somebody, if God led you to do something, listen to me. If you ignore it, there, are, there is somebody else God can use. And that person will be in similar situation that you complained about. That similar situation, say, I'm busy. Oh, I have things to do. I have school to read. I have this and that and that. All of those things are good. The person might be even in worse conditions and the person will obey God. That person will stand against you in judgment. You don't know? You better know. See, we are not called when God leads us. It's not to our pleasure. It's not so that we can enjoy it and say, it's not going to be all rosy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God does not lead you so that everything will be sweet. Or if all your directions or all your leading is, huh, I thank God, is, is this thing people, people ah, calm down. <laughs> your probably might be hearing your flesh. It's lead, it is called his leading, not your leading. Don't pray to God to hear what you want to hear. Don't let God lead you to what you want to hear. You know some of us, you want to hear, Lord, give me ice cream. Let, let's give me ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it can be bones, <laughs> or it can be what they call that, Ipekere, what they call that, sugar, something, what they call stick, no, pongila, oh, okay, <laughs> stick sweets. <laughs> it can be that, though. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? It is his leading, he doesn't lead you so that you can find pleasure, so that you'll be happy. He leads you because you are his son. He knows best for you. 
See, listen. You can think you know best for yourself, but your father knows best for you. I'm not talking about earthly father now. The God that lives in you knows best for you. So you might be thinking, ah, it's not sweet. See, God can live. See, like I'm telling you, I just told you my own. I don't believe I am called to go to Africa or to to do ministry so full-time. Yes, we can have branches. Yes, we can have all of those things. The word can spread there. People can hear. But I believe where God will spread our ministries through is just through North America. Via prayer, via teaching the word, via this. I don't even believe social media is one of the major two. That's why you see I don't capitalize much on social media. It's just being, it's just knowing God's leading. And with the word not spread, it will. Give it time. Give it time. Just let's follow his leading. But do you know that the very moment I jump out and I now go and say, do you think that I don't want to do certain things that people are doing? Oh, forget. We are moved, every one of us. The fact that we have our phones, we are moved with different temptations. You see your friend, they are never up to your age. They are not even born again the time you started ministry. But they are crowd, they are followers. People are saying emoji, this and that. You are not wondering, ah. Abia should go and do this thing. Calm down. Stay your lane. Stay your lane. Stay your lane. Don't be under pressure. It's not always going to be sweet. I'm telling you, I will still share more things with you guys. It's not always going to be sweet. Don't always want to hear, ah, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the lead. It's not only going to be like sometimes you cry, Father, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I remember, remember, now I can't share this story. The reason is because anytime I'm, it's, it's just wise enough that when you're listening to things like you just keep a flow of that. Yeah. But sharing this story is that he, he, he started pastoring a church Sunday. He was called to pastor a church before he started pastoring the same community and everything. And God led him to household of God's church, Pastor Chris Okoti's church. At that time, they were doing a beauty fund. And when he got there, he didn't even have money. God told him that he should, he should give to the busy, to the, to the building, project and everything. And it was like, I don't get money. <laughs> but God led him. So he came outside. He wrote his name down. So he pledged. And, he, and everything. He said he went back to, to church. He was preaching in his head. He said, he said, he's even planning how he paid the money. Now. And he knows God led him to do it. He said, somebody walked up to him and said, Pastor, 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 ah, because you healed my um, you healed my child or you healed my sister or something like that. And I, God just let me to be paying you my salary every month. All my salary I should be giving you. Ah, he said, eh? He said, the first time it looks like a miracle. He said, because like, I quickly went to pay. He quickly went to pay the pledge. Yeah. He said, second time, he said, ah, oh my, I chopped the money. He said, third time, it was looking too supernatural. He said, you have to tell the guy, say, stop, don't let me leave the gospel. He said, God's love of my life. So listen, it doesn't have to be convenient. I just share a story. It doesn't have to be convenient every time. See, and let me tell you something. I want you to get back. As we pray today, as we pray this evening, I want you to get back something. Many a times, we've neglected, we are not hearing God leading us today because we've not obeyed the last instruction. We've not obeyed the last thing God wants us to do. This evening, listen, as we pray in the Holy Ghost now, listen, you will hear certain things. You will know. You will know that thing you have not done. You will know where you missed it. You will know that person you have not talked to. You will know. That's something that will happen to every one of us now. 
you will just know. All of us will find back what we've not done. How many of you want to find it back? You want to follow? You want to obey? See, I, I learned something some years ago. If you can obey the last instruction, you will receive new ones. The reason why many of us have not received fresh instructions or fresh leadings is because we've not obeyed the last one. So listen, we want to pray in the Holy Ghost. As we pray, listen, there's a consciousness it will bring to you. You just don't undo that. Oh, Father, I'm sorry. I knew I've made the mistake. I didn't listen to you yet. I actually listened to myself. Pray in the Holy Ghost some more. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray for yourself. Take this thing so personal. Pray for yourself. That you don't miss out on God's leading for your life. You don't miss out on God's plan and purpose. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Many of you will find those places where you lost it. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Many of you will find those places where you lost it. You will receive it. Hey, bro, you will receive it. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. 